I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey, hey, welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Hope you guys are having A great day so far for those of you who have been joining us in the Summer of Self-Love Challenge. We are having such a blast over there in our Facebook group and our daily challenges. Um, Day one was all about creating space. So we created space in our physical space and in our emotional space. And then day two was all about quieting the noise. So we learned about stillness and we turned off some notifications and we watched our multitasking. And then today's Wednesday. Today, day three is all about connecting with our inner child. So I cannot wait to see what happens in the Facebook group today. Um, But for those of you who have joined me there, it's just been so, so special so far. And I can't wait um, to see how we close out the week. So 
just thanking you in advance because it's really, really been special. All right. Today, I'm so pumped because today on the podcast, we have my friend Tara Swan. Tara is, well, first of all, she's, I met her in this podcasting journey um, because we do run in similar circles, I guess, or similar spheres in this space. Even though we live on opposite sides of the world, I'm here in Miami and she lives in Australia. So every time we record, we're at a 12-hour difference, which is awesome. So we either record at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. so that the other person is at a decent time and we're actually doing a Facebook Live, I mean an Instagram Live today, um, this morning at 8 a.m. if you caught it, which is 8 p.m. her time because today is a huge day for her and it's a huge day for all of us who want to continue to learn from her. Her book comes out today. It's called Becoming Her. Um, and it's so amazing. We're going to talk about it in today's episode, but she is an emotional empowerment coach. She's also a mom. She's got two boys. Um, and a while back she was having chronic health conditions and she got really serious about her holistic health and her mindset and her mindfulness practices and her emotional empowerment work. And man, she turned her life around her physical symptoms started to dissipate. She struggled from chronic Um, debilitating anxiety so bad that it was hard for her to even leave the house with her young boys. And she was able to grow through all of that. And now she, you know, speaks in front of large audiences and she coaches other women and empowers them. Um, And you can just feel her passion in helping others do what she did, right? Which is transform her anxiety and her low confidence and her self-doubt into this really powerful, lasting, unconditional Uh, happiness and self-love. So I feel like she is the perfect guest to have on the podcast when we're right in the midst of uh, the summer of self-love challenge. I love talking to her. I feel like I could talk to her all day long. Uh, Whenever we set up these conversations, I feel like they go by so so fast. She's just so wise. Um, She walks it out. She embodies it. She lives what she teaches. And I just love surrounding myself with people like that. So get a notebook ready. Um, lean in today. I, I, I can't wait for you guys to really just get everything out of this conversation that I did while we were recording it. Enjoy. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. So much fun last time. I can't wait to see what we what unfolds this time. Yeah. So the last time I had her on, we were we did, our conversation was just cut so short by the recording time and there was so much left to say and we ended the recording and we were like man we got to do this again and then (laughs) in the interim she has released not one but she's got two books available for you guys one's out one will be out right around the corner but she's just such a gem I really I don't know I'm just so behind your mission and your vision and the work that you're doing so I'm so excited that you're back and I'm believing that all our listeners today are really going to be encouraged and I think they're going to see things and life and themselves a little differently after listening today. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to start with your story. You shared it a little bit, but that was a long time ago, I feel like, (laughs) and so much has changed. And I think your experience has been such a catalyst for the writing of these books. And I also think that so many women can relate to like your before story 
And maybe they're looking for that like light at the end of the tunnel that there is something out there and we do have control or how we're feeling and the things that steps that we can take to kind of dig our way out of, you know, wherever it is that we find ourselves where we feel stuck. So would you just share a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, you know, I know a lot of people can relate to my story because it's it's so common. And until I started sharing it, I didn't realize how common it was. So I firstly was, where should I start? I think I was diagnosed with chronic anxiety and depression in my early 20s. But I do think that I was sort of struggling with it from around 12 years old, possibly even younger. So for 17 years of my life, I was a chronic anxiety and depression sufferer. And when I was diagnosed, I thought it was just my fate, like it was something I would have to live with for the rest of my life. Mm. When I was 23, though, I struggled with quite a few health issues. And in that, I went to multiple doctors, specialists, and no one could really help me. They just wanted to keep prescribing different fixes, different pharmaceutical drugs for each issue that I had and I ended up one day in my dark room just fed up feeling so depressed and defeated that I was like I threw my hands up and I'm like I'm just gonna figure this out myself and so I did my own research eliminated almost everything from my diet and within a couple of weeks I healed majority of my physical health issues that was the beginning of me questioning everything like why aren't we taught this stuff why aren't we taught what real health is at that point, though, I thought real health was just eating well and exercising. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I struggled with chronic anxiety and depression for another eight years following that, as well as an autoimmune disease, psoriasis. So when I was 31 years old and I just had my second baby boy, Milo, he was seven weeks old and I was invited to start a business in network marketing. Initially, my anxiety was screaming, no, like, you can't do this. But at the same time, at that point, I just had a newborn baby. It was winter. And I remember I was using him as an excuse not to leave my house. Mm. But it was due to my anxiety. And I thought to myself, my two boys are only going to know these four walls unless I do something about this. They're going to carry on the same the same traits as me if I don't do something about this. And I'm like, if nothing changes nothing changes right so I said yes it took me six months to just send a voice message when I started my business I was so afraid of speaking I was so afraid of putting myself out there and on video I didn't do that I think for a year or if I did it took me 25 takes (laughs) I was picking apart everything that I said or what I looked like and it took me so long to actually find my confidence there Mm. I didn't realize that starting my business would also spark the biggest personal development of my life. Like that was the start of my journey. And I started with, you know, the the simple things like affirmations, journaling, gratitude, meditation, but nothing quite helped enough for me to actually put myself out there and show and let myself be seen mm-hmm. in a bigger way, which obviously limited my business in a lot of ways. <laughs> Um, and it was about 18 months into my business that I was working with a coach and she sort of said to me, you know, well, what if you host a, a free training for people? 
I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. I announced it. And as soon as I announced it, a wave of anxiety came over me. And I was pacing my house like, what did I just say? Uh I can't do this. I can't speak to people. Like, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. All of those thoughts came into my mind. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't calm myself down. Thankfully, I could contact her at any time. And I kind of reached out to her and told her what I was experiencing. And she said these words that changed the game for me. And they were, your thoughts are attached to feelings. If you release the feelings, the thoughts will disappear as a byproduct. So that prompted me to go and sit with it, sit with what I was experiencing. And when I sat with it, I managed to drop out of my mind and into my body and feel what was happening in my body. And I could feel that emotional energy. And I think at that point, it was in my chest, I believe, and my throat. And as I sat with it and breathed into it, I felt it starting to shift. Yeah. And that prompted me to cry. So I just started crying. Like I just started crying it out and feeling what I needed to feel. And I literally felt that emotional energy move through me and out of me. And as soon as I'd released it, I had clarity on where it had stemmed from in the first place. And that was my older sister sort of challenging me and teasing me growing up and Before then, I thought it was just a part of growing up with siblings, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize that that experience or those experiences had such an effect on me. Like I was a sensitive kid, really sensitive kid. And so that led me to believe that it wasn't safe to use my voice, that I would be mocked if I used my voice or I would be hurt in some way if I used my voice. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, okay, That's a belief from my inner child, from sensitive little Tara, and I've released the emotions. And instantly that fear was gone, that anxiety was gone, and I was able to show up to that free training, that live training with confidence, certainty, clarity, like it was gone. And I was like, what else are we not taught? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, and that that was profound for me because I was like, there's more to this. I have continued over the past four years to continue to release emotions, deep-rooted emotions, feelings of being worthless, feelings of not being good enough, like shame, all of those emotions that were trapped in my body from past experiences. And that has led me to the point of being confident enough to write two books in one year, as well as say yes to like speaking gigs and things like that without any fear, right? Speaking used to stop me from leaving my house because I didn't want to run into people in fear of speaking to them. And now I'm like at the point where I have no fear around actually showing up and speaking in front of people in public. And that's the power of this work is like I think we're all run by emotions from our past. Yeah. And if we can release those, we really are limitless. Mm. And that's what I love to teach and that's what I teach through my books. It's all about what I what I did to get to this point of where I am in my life now. Oh, so powerful. And I, I just love it because we talk so much on this podcast about getting out of our heads and getting into our bodies and avoid and like, like feeling the things that we're so taught and really trained to avoid all of the discomfort, all of these things. Right. And I, I just love your willingness to share the transformation that you've experienced and willing to sit in that discomfort. 
And for people listening who are like, okay, I've heard Michelle talk about this. And now I'm hearing Tara (laughs) talk about this. When you talk about releasing, releasing, what are some of the ways in which you've released that have been most effective for you? Like, I think people can kind of conceptually wrap their head around it, but they're like, okay, if I want to actually do this, like, what are some of the ways that I can start feeling and releasing all of the life experiences I've been holding? Yeah. So the first thing is like, the the biggest tip would be to deal with what's present in your life. So if you're feeling triggered or challenged by something right now, or something's repeating in your life, that's an opportunity for you to go and sit with that and feel into your body and actually allow that to move through you. And the ways you can allow it to move through you is like, obviously there's crying, like, you know, how you, feel pretty good like how good you feel after a good cry imagine what it feels like after releasing emotions from like your childhood yeah right it's not comfortable but you become comfortable with the uncomfortable and that's when you can allow them more that's when you can allow them to flow through you and just surrender to them because you have a knowing that what's on the other side of that is like freedom confidence power unlike anything you've experienced today yes so there's crying i <laughs> there's so many ways like I I love moving my body I love dancing and allowing that sort of that that sort of sort of unwinds you and frees up space for that energy to flow through you I think anger is a huge emotion that women suppress yeah yeah it's huge because when we're taught that it's not ladylike right it's not yep. okay to, to experience or or show that so I went through a week last year where I was just having rage sessions every morning. I was calling them rage sessions. And that looked like me screaming into pillows, like throwing pillows on the ground, beating up my couch, like I was just raging. And then I'd go for sprints afterwards, rage sprints, and then wash it up in the ocean. And that was one of the most like transformative weeks of my life. Wow. That was when I like really rewilded and stepped into my power. And I was like, enough is enough. I'm no longer going to be a good girl. Yeah. So there's that like rage, allow yourself to rage because that is so liberating. It is. I've also like, <laughs> I've also had a tantrum like a child. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, t- I coach that. I do. I think it's powerful. It's so powerful yeah. because like you just ultimately, those emotions, majority of them are being felt by your inner child, right? Like they're being held by your inner child. So how does he or she she want to express that? Yeah. At one point, I was like, I'm just going to have a tantrum. I had to laugh at myself afterwards, but I was like, that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. And so there are so many ways, right? Shaking, vocalizing, just trusting whatever is flowing through you. Like allow it is all I can say like it might look different but if you can hold like hold yourself in that have compassion for yourself and do not judge yourself yeah miracles will take place oh I believe it I've seen it and I've experienced it and I'm so I'm so with you on all of it and I think one I just love the permission that you're giving these women to be like it is going to be uncomfortable especially at first right it's like we're so patterned to judge our emotions like we label the good ones and then we label the bad ones. So we really have to like reconfigure how we even think about our emotions. I know for me personally, like for so long, I was proud, I guess is the word of like being 
like, oh, I don't cry or like I'm not one of those dramatic women or whatever. And I I, I thought that crying or showing emotion was, was weakness and it was actually making me weak. Like that mindset was actually holding me back so much, but I had to like relearn all of that. And even just like being able to have a temper tantrum and then laugh at yourself afterward. It's like, guys, it's it's like some of this is kind of cringy, but if you can like put that aside and listen to your body, like your body knows you don't have to do anything, like just allow yourself to be present and your body will guide you the movement that it needs, the sounds it wants to make, all of that stuff, start making it a practice. And as uncomfortable as it is in the beginning, right over time, it's like, okay, it's not necessarily, I don't know, fun, like quote unquote fun, but it becomes more familiar and it becomes more comfortable in that. I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You Maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. And your mind wants to tell you that it's weird or that you know it wants to judge you because you've been taught and conditioned that like you said, some emotions are bad, some emotions are good. I hate labeling them. Like they're not positive or negative. They're not bad or good. Like they are just energy mm-hmm. that, you know, and we're here to experience the full range of emotion. You can't have light without dark, right? You can't experience the full level of joy without experiencing your anger and sadness and all of those things. Yep. So it really is, you said something before about like, suppressing that sadness was actually making you weak it's true I've got a chapter in becoming her my second book that's actually titled releasing emotions makes you powerful as AF not weak yeah and it's going into that like you are not strong you're not stronger or more powerful for not expressing your emotions actually this is how it weakens you yeah and this is why releasing them makes you really powerful and it and it goes through I think about eight should I should remember this, but about eight different ways, like physical health, like yeah, all of the things. So even physical health, my autoimmune disease, mm. after having that 
week of raging mm. that actually went, you know, that actually subsided. Yeah. So that as well was was a symptom or manifestation of suppressed emotion. That's it. That's yeah. it. We talk a lot about, you know, nervous system dysregulation and that's what it is, right? Like we hold in our emotions, it dysregulates our nervous system and that causes at a, at a base fundamental level dis-ease. And then we yeah. see all these physical manifestations. We see it in autoimmune conditions. We see it in insomnia. We see it in, you know, IBS and gut issues, all of these things. I'm sure there's other causes, right? But a lot of it is really actually tied to our emotional health and how much we're able to actually take emotions in, but then also release them. Yeah. Like I even had a client not that long ago, maybe a month ago, who was experiencing back pain. And I just said to her, like, what are you carrying? That's not yours. Like, what can you put down right now? And after she released some emotion, she woke up the next day and it was gone. Amazing. Yeah, there's so many stories like that. I had another client tell me last night that she healed her cycle through releasing emotion. Like, there are so many things like, what are we not taught? And and it's amazing just to start questioning. Yeah. Like, what if this could be? What if this could be a symptom of suppressed emotion? Mm-hmm. Most things are, I believe. I think we're driven by emotion. Our fears are all backed by emotion. Like anything we're manifesting in our life, whether desirable or undesirable circumstances, all, I think, a symptom of suppressed emotion I or so the emotions we are cultivating consciously. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I want to talk about your books. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to make sure we do that. Okay, so the first book that you released is called You Don't Have Anxiety. And I kind of want to start a little bit about just even the title, because you told us a little bit about your story. You were diagnosed, this is a diagnosis from a medical professional of anxiety. And I would love for you to just share about the title, like for people listening who have a diagnosis of anxiety, who take medication for anxiety, who have taken it on as part of their identity, because maybe like you, they've been quote unquote anxious since they were children. What like, how is this book for them? How is this a revelation that they don't actually have anxiety? What's going on? Yeah. So I've got it here in front of me, right? You don't have anxiety. Mm-hmm. So it's your self-revival guide to confidence, inner freedom, and radical self-trust. Basically, it's helping you recognize that anxiety should never be a diagnosis, first of all. It's also only a small part of a broader picture. And it takes you through practices based on my own personal journey and things that have helped me to get past that anxiety and realize that you don't have to make that your identity. Like it doesn't have to be your fate. You get to choose who you want to be and you actually get to be that. Yeah. And so it goes through, there's quite a bit in there about like ways to actually become more aware of what's happening in your body and mind and then practices to help shift your thoughts. But not only that, shift your emotions as well. And different practices for anxiety as well as like what actually helped me so yeah that's that's basically a a short rundown of that one yeah it's amazing I love it I I also love you talk about like reconditioning your mind and your body and I think that's a big part of the healing journey through anxiety or a lot of these other mindsets things we've just been it's just conditioning and talk to talk to us a little bit about about that yeah, so we are 
<laughs> running 95% of our life on like unconsciously yes. for our subconscious. And our subconscious is formed mostly between the ages of zero and seven. So as we are dependent on others and learning how to survive in the world, we actually, yeah, learning how to survive in the world based on the people that are raising us, based on the culture or society that we're living in. And we take on the beliefs of that, of those people, of that society. We also have experiences where we experience emotion in that time and unless we are in a position where we can actually feel it through which most of us you know my generation your generation like a lot of us were told that it wasn't okay to cry like big boys or girls don't cry stop Stop crying yep get on with it get over it toughen up like yes all of those things right so even if you know, it could be just a comment. But as a child, we make that belief that it's not okay to experience some emotions. So we suppress a lot. And that carries on in into our adult life mm-hmm. and runs a lot of what we're doing in our adult life. So a lot of this work is, yeah, going back and reconditioning, reprogramming your subconscious. So recognizing what's actually manifesting in your life and manifesting in your life and using that as a way to recondition yeah if that makes sense it does make sense and i'm going to repeat that stat just so you guys hear this like 95 percent of the way in which we operate think act just go about be right as adults is subconscious and that's it's subconscious which means we're not even aware of what's driving us and it was so much of that was formed in really early childhood like we're aware of that tiny tip of the iceberg that's driving how we're showing up as adults. And 95% of it is just this automatic, the way our our brain has been patterned to operate and we're not even aware of it. So that reconditioning process, growing an awareness of these things is so, so powerful. So important. And yeah, like if, if you really want to free yourself from anxiety and start actually creating a life that you want to live, you've got to go there. I really believe that. Amazing. Okay, so that that's the the little the the glimpse into that one. <laughs> and then let's talk about your other book. This is releasing just a few days this podcast episode before your second book comes out. So tell us a little bit about your second book. Yeah. Yeah, so my second book second book becoming her. So becoming her the woman you've been taught not to be. Mm. And that one is oh, that one I'm, I'm actually even more excited about because it's like really, really like talking deeply about emotions and emotional empowerment. It's talking about liberating yourself, like personal liberation, rewilding, like liberating your feminine, mm. bringing your feminine inside, and then consciously creating a life that you want to live. Oh. So I don't call it manifesting because we are always manifesting. I call it conscious creation because you're actually conscious of what you're creating in your life. Like you get to choose what you want and create that. Um, and it goes through that as well. So it's a really, really powerful book. Like I said, I wrote that one in a month and it was just flowing out of me. I'm so excited. Like it's my love letter to women everywhere because we actually get to be the powerful woman that we envision ourselves to be. Like if we see that in other women as well, 
that's a reflection of what's possible for us. So instead of comparing, we use them as, as inspiration to actually step into the version of us that we desire to be. And that book guides you there. Oh, I love that. And I, I, one, I just love your face lighting up when you talk about oh, it. Well, it's, so excited. <laughs> it's so obvious. And like you're talking about it just flowing out of you, it's because it was in there, right? It's yeah. just, it's just, it's so aligned. And when you talk about this empowered version of each of us, like doesn't always feel like it, but she's in there. Like you don't need to like get anything else on the outside. Like she's in there. All you need to do is peel away everything that's blocking her and like yes. release her. Yeah. There's so many comments in there. It's like becoming her is less about becoming anything. It's about releasing everything that's stopping you from being her already. That's it. You have everything yeah. you need. Everything, everything. And that book is exactly that. Like it, it shows you how to get there. And it, and it is based on my own personal transformation as well and how I actually stepped into her, like how I'm, you know, living at the last chapter or the conclusion of that book is my life is my dream mm. and it goes through like I'm living in a house that I never thought I could be in I've got a relationship now that I never thought existed mm. before now and I always wanted to be a published author like that was my biggest dream and I'm literally launching two books in one year and yeah one of them is now also a bestseller like <laughs> bestseller on Amazon so I'm yeah, like my life is my dream. And ultimately that book is your guide to make your life your dream. Mm. Tara, you're just such a light. I just <laughs> love being in your presence. I love your energy. I'm going to pick up both of these books. We're going to link them in the show notes. So everyone listening, you guys can pick them up too. But man, if you're just looking for like a read that will give you practical handles, a read that's based right in the science of nervous system and emotional regulation on Tara's own personal development journey and these things that work for women for the growth that we're all seeking to be able to show up how we want to show up in the world one for ourselves because I think that's the most important but then also for our children and for our partners and for our businesses and for you know we're meant to impact the people around us and we can have such greater impact when we're just living in that full power, that full expression. So I know that these two books are beautiful roadmaps for our journey through that experience. And I'm so grateful to know you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you as well. Thank you for this conversation. It was, yeah, like you said, I'm just lighting up speaking about it and I love chatting to you. It's so much fun. Yeah, so good. So we will link the books, but let everyone know where else they can find you. I know you've got like, you've got so much going on. You've got workshops and courses and you're <laughs> active on social. And I just want all, all the women listening who feel a connection to you to be able to find you and, and get more of you. Yeah. So the best place to find me is on Instagram. So at it's Tara Swan, Swan with a double N. And if you want to jump on my website, everything's on there as well. So taraswan.com. And again, swan with double N. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, we'll link all of that for you guys listening. Awesome. Well, Tara, thank you for coming back to the show. It's always such an honor. So excited for you. Congratulations. You you've you've brought all of this about. And I know it's been a journey, but wow, what a what a walking testimony you are to the things you write about. So have a really grateful for you. 
Oh, thank you so much. Grateful for you. If you love Mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.